don't respect your time, nobody else will. So that time thing is a really, really important point. I'm your host um, of the Startup Student Podcast. Welcome, welcome. This is episode four of four. So unfortunately, the last, um, but I'm sure you're listening to episode one two and three multiple times like I will do after the recording because I think they're such great um, tips and valuable um, mindset shift questions. Um, I know Mark has also um, a lot of great resources that you can download and that you can go to, but we talk about this as well to make sure um, that you don't miss out on them. And all of that is as usual also on the creativestartupacademy.com slash podcast, um, where you can find all the links of the things that we have mentioned in these four episodes. Welcome back, Mark. I'm looking forward to recording this last episode with you. Thank you, Christina. As always, a pleasure. <laughs> so episode one was about the introduction, basically, to the topic and the eight stages of a business. And then in episode two and three, we actually talked about all the stages in more details with very, um, very much a lot of action steps and um, questions that you can work your way through. So it's, it's like a, a workbook in audio form, if you want. So a work audiobook <laughs> uh, that you can work through um, to actually grow and expand your business. And one of the things that we mentioned is be, do, and have. Now, uh, if you might remember from, I think we mentioned, I'm not too sure if we mentioned it in the first or the second episode, and you can help me out here, Mark, if you, if you do remember, but it doesn't matter too much because we're going to give you a quick summary again, and we just want to reiterate on that a bit more before we actually talk about mistakes to avoid, some solutions and some tips, some final tips for you before we actually wrap up the entire series. So, Mark, over to you. Let's talk about be, do, and have. Thank you, Christine. Yes, um, I think I think it was episode two, although I may be wrong. I'm sure our listeners will know, will know which one it is when they listen again. But for me, I, I think it's really important that we just cover this off again because uh, we've alluded to, certainly in the last episode, in episode three, why um, these eight stages are not a linear journey. Um, and I think this is a really good example to to reinforce that this uh, concept of be do have, um, because it's very, very easy as a business owner to think about what we want to have in, in business, think about the life that we want to have. And when we start to think about the goals that we're setting and the life that we want to have, we then start to thinking about the things that we need to do to have that life. Um, and then when we've got that life, we think about this is the sort of person I'm going to be when I've got all of those things. And I'd like to challenge that concept, really, because for me, business ownership like life. And as we've explained in the eight stages, as we've connected it to sort of human growth as well. This is about being the right person. This is about thinking in the right way so that when then we can then do the right things to have what we want. So this concept of being the right person, deciding on your purpose and your vision and your values and understanding who you want to be really sets the foundation for doing the right things to have the future and life that you want. And again, that really connects to this point of you don't have to go through these stages in a linear way. You can decide to be the person that you want to be today. That's something that you can make a decision on today. You don't have to wait to make that decision 
to have the things that you need to have in order to make a decision about who you want to be. Anyway, I just wanted to sort of just reiterate that point for us, Christine, because I think it's it's such an important thing where we get tied up in all of the things that we need to do to run our business without first thinking about, well, who do I really want to be? Mm. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, this whole series is, has a lot to do with the mindset. And it's not just like, oh, we're just doing mindset work. We, you put actually some actions behind it. Um, and I, I love that because I'm, I'm a person who always uh, gives action as well and, and gets pushes people into action, actually. Um, however, doing things and not having the right mindset will mean that you probably manipulate yourself and your business and will not move forward as you think you would or as you could actually thank you for outlining those again let's talk about some tips and mistakes what would you like to start with <laughs> um okay so again i i'd like to link it to some of the things that we've talked about in episodes already and certainly in episode one we talked about the difference between growth and expansion and i'm not going to go through it again please listen to episode one if you can um, but there's a choice here very early on in our business ownership journey about whether we want to follow a quantity and turnover driven philosophy and we just want to chase sales and get busy or whether we want to follow a purpose, profitability and quality philosophy where we can increase our profitability quarter on quarter, month on month, year on year. And as I've said, we said in the last episode, it's very we can have a a small business that's very profitable or a large business that's not profitable and any mixture of the two so bigger businesses are not necessarily profitable you know so we can just remain a small business if that's what we want to do but we can still increase our profitability and one of the challenges that exists there is managing our time so the first thing i wanted to just cover off for us here one of the one of the mistakes if you like that I see a lot of people do is they get busy because they're following an expansionist journey rather than a profitability journey. They get busy and they don't own their diary. Uh, in effect, their customers own their diary for them. So we're typically going to be saying, well, when's the soonest in my diary that I can fit that appointment in? Now, that's a really good example of somebody else controlling your diary, even though you you manage your own diary, if you're looking at when you can put that appointment in, that, that connection into your diary, the, the soonest you can do that, that's a really good example, a bit of a red flag, if you like, is a really good example of other people managing your diary. So be responsible for your diary. And as I've said already, we've said in previous episodes, if you don't respect your time, nobody else will. So that time thing is a really, really important point. Um, I've written um, another a blog article called, uh, called my 60-20-20 rule. Mm. Um, it's an entry in one of my other ebooks called The Jarvis Principles. Um, again, you can get this stuff from my website. I'm sure, Christine, you'll be very kind enough to put the links for people if they want. Sure, of course. <laughs> um, so managing time is really, really important point and respecting your time. And don't just jump on opportunities to fill your diary with stuff if it's just going to make you busy. So just be mindful of that little bit of a, that's a, a mistake that I see a lot of people do and perhaps just a very quick way for you to be able to manage that as well, I hope. Yeah, and I, I know exactly what you mean. And, and it can be an easy 
uh, trap to run into <laughs> because also you want to do as much as possible and uh, talk to as many people as possible and um, I don't know if you're a coach for example and you have one-to-ones uh, then that's uh, a problem anyway uh, probably because it's not very scalable if we're talking about uh, selling hours um, instead of selling uh, results really um, which is a lot of times uh, a problem uh, and also mindset shift really um yes of course i will link back to all of that so create startupacademy.com slash podcast is where you find all um, those links to the blog posts and um, your website and so on lovely yeah managing time own your diary <laughs> otherwise the clients will own it for you that is so true and i think uh, can be difficult to get out of once you're in it. So preventing is always better than trying to fix it. However, you can obviously fix it afterwards and, and change things. Thank you. And what's next? Thank you, Christine. Yes, and again, it, it's such an important point. And I think because we can raise it for our listeners now, they can be mindful of it when they start to feel like they're not managing their time. So they, they perhaps know a little bit of an idea about what they can do about it you know have a conversation with yourself have a chat with me of course um anyway so the second point one of the other things that i i find people um miss particularly in the early stages not just limited to the early stages but in all stages of business really and 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 time it happens in all stages of business whether you're a multi-million pound business or you're just a sole, sole trader um the second one really is understanding your numbers you know understand um who owes you money, who you owe money to, um, your profit and loss sheet, your income balance, your balance sheets, all of those things. So understand your numbers. Such an important thing in business that people just seem to not miss, but just forget. They just think, well, the numbers will look after themselves. If I've got more income than I've got outgoings, then my numbers are okay. The challenge there is we're not focusing on profitability as we've alluded to throughout this series of conversations because it's such an important thing to be uh, an infinitely profitable business. So our profitability is increasing quarter on quarter, year on year. So understand and know your numbers. And here's a little tip for you. Um, please don't tell your accountant this, but well, you can. Um, but here's a little tip for you. And that's to think about the amount of profit you want to make each month, for example. Let's just say you want to make 20% profit each month, just roughly speaking. So that 20% profit, you know, add up all of your outgoings uh, and income for the month and all of your income, add another 20% to that. Okay. Um, and then include that 20%, whatever your number is going to be as a cost in your business. So you've got your income column, you've got your cost column, add up the two columns, that's your balance at the end of the month but include your 20% profit as a cost in your business. When you include profit as a cost in your business, you've always got a little bit of a cushion to invest. And if you're not investing in yourself and your business, you are never going to grow yourself and you're never going to scale your business. So just a little tip to get people started, view cost you profit as a cost in your business and just put it in the cost column that means you're always got that little bit of cushion uh, rather than mm. zero being zero at the end of the month if that makes sense 
what else other tips other this is this is great keep it keep it going <laughs> <laughs> okay so well i've only got five really today for you but um uh there's there's of course lots more buzzing around in my head and i know it's the same for yourself christine so um we've talked a lot about the importance of growing people and my third really is uh, something i see that happens a lot in business is that they'll just we've alluded to it in previous episodes in in stage five the teenage business we're we're expanding our business based on demand we're just trying to get people to fill vacancies in our business and we're just scraping through um, recruiting people and then retaining people in the business but putting people first and action second is a really really important point i mentioned the quote from richard branson look after your people and your people will look after your customers um, and that's such an important thing so investing in your people and putting those people first in your organization and the actions that they're going to do second so really focus on growing you first of course and then growing your people around you because if you recruit people first and skills second uh, as we've said already you know you can teach skills and knowledge you can put people on courses and all sorts of things like that apprenticeships and whatever but you can't teach attitude so rather than recruiting by demand you're recruiting because you're planning for it and that's a really good tip so again as you're growing and expanding your business Think about planning for expansion, planning for growth, planning for investing in people rather than just reacting to a need based on demand. Yes, thank you. And uh, I really love, love, love that quote as well. And um, I mean, looking after yourself, of course, and looking after your staff, co-founders, suppliers, uh, and not just the clients, which a lot of people do, is so important because, I mean, People always say your clients should become your fans and, and this way they recommend you and stuff. But the same is internally as well. You, the better you are with your staff um, and suppliers, um, they, will, they will pay back basically, not in money, but also with kindness, recommendations. And maybe, who knows, maybe later in life, once they, once they leave your company, because as you mentioned it before as well, they probably will do at some point, they, um, they will go in, in peace with you, let's say, and they will, maybe they come back or maybe they have someone else that they know that would be good to work with. But you don't want to come across as someone uh, that's not looking after their staff because then that believe me that will um, that will ruin your reputation uh, not just as a as a person but also as a brand actually so very very important okay so we have managing time understanding your numbers and putting people first um, what's number four the fourth one I wanted to talk about was planning uh, you know we we as um, sort of business coaches, business mentors, you know, we talk a lot about um, creating plans with our clients, helping them to, to implement those plans. Um, but one of the key things that um, I've seen challenge people and business owners as they are planning in their business is that they don't include other people in those plans. They just sit down with themselves. Perhaps they sit down with a business coach or mentor or consultant or whoever it is that's helping them. Um, and they just work on those plans, but they don't tell anybody else. So, so, and that's a big mistake. You know, we've alluded to a couple of things that we've talked about in previous episodes is including other people in your plans. 
making sure you've got clear lines of communication and everybody knows what's going on. Everybody understands the vision and the purpose of the business, but including other people in your in your plans promotes collaboration and it promotes innovation. Uh, and for those of us that are listening to this, that may be sole traders or we're just smaller businesses, maybe two or three people, and we don't want to grow an empire. That's great. But include your network in your plans. Talk to your friends, talk to your family, include those people in your plans as well. So it's not just about having larger businesses here. This is the concept of, of scaling a business, as we've alluded to many times. The concept of scaling a business is not connected to size. Really, really important thing to do. So fourth one, again, don't exclude other people from your plans. Include them because you've got a route to collaboration and, and innovation. You mentioned you have five today, so I'm uh, excited to hear about number five. <laughs> Absolutely. So the fifth one really, uh, again, is get help. Um, you know, one of the things that I've, I, I see a lot, um, you know, I think it's, and I, I think you'll agree, Christine, is that we can start our business and things are ticking along and we, we get some customers and we get busy and that's okay. And that things are ticking along quite nicely. And we reach a point where we become comfortable. Uh, and we've got to that point on our own. And that's great that we've been able to do that through our own learning, our own investment, you know, investment in our own skills, et cetera. But the reality is if we're going to really move our business forward and turn it into something that is increasingly profitable, we're investing in people and our systems and processes and our markets and customers and all those sorts of things. We can't, you can't do that on your own. So my fifth one is make sure that you get help from people that match your values because you can get lots of different help, but you've got to have help that really al uh, aligns with your own purpose, your own vision and your own values. Um, and I will often say to people, particularly at the early, early stages, is when you're looking for help, start with getting help for areas with your biggest skills gap and then get help with things that you like doing the least now i know that other people might um, suggest that you you get help with things um that you don't know about and that's great but um often some often a good way to do it is to think about the things that you like doing the least okay <laughs> um, so my fifth tip really is get some help because we can't do this on our own you can get a business to a certain point on your own but to take your business truly to where you want it to be to do what I call have time for a life money to invest in a team to be proud of um, you can't do that on your own so get some help and people like Christine and myself and others we're here to be able to do that for you and I, I like that you reiterated that the help that you need, want, and do get needs to align with your vision, purpose, and values. So even more important that you work on those first before you do anything, really. I mean, even building a company culture, you need that. Um, right from the beginning, uh, you, can, you can adjust it and you can edit it, basically. However, you need to work on that. And every business needs that because it's the basis for everything. Even for the color you're choosing for your business, for the name, for the people you want to attract, for um, people that you want to work with, for 
um, your em employees and uh, like you said, for people that will help you in the end. So thank you. Great. Um, and I think that's why, mm -hmm. that's why we said, Christine, that it's so important to decide who you want to be mm -hmm. first. Ah, yes. For exactly those reasons, Christine. <laughs> decide who you want to be. Only then can you decide what you need to do. And only then will you end up having what you want. Lovely. So the, the episode comes to full circle, really, and the whole series. Um, lovely. Um, like we mentioned, there's so many things that uh, Mark mentioned that you can download on his website. You can connect with him. He has free downloads. Um, mark-jarvis.co.uk however i will like i said link back to everything on uh, creativestartupacademy.com slash podcast as well so it's easy accessible for you but i know you have um, the jarvis principle ebook on there uh, another ebook you have a, a great blog and um, other resources really i know you do run a lot of great programs so if once you're ready and once you want to of course um, check out also what he's doing and uh, get get the help you need to really expand your business and become more profitable i absolutely loved this series i've um i'm always saying this this is like little webinars the little little um self-development episodes for myself as well i have always so interesting guests um so really i appreciate every single one and also you mark for taking the time um sharing your knowledge and um giving so much value for free in four episodes i i really appreciate it i i appreciate your time <laughs> that you hopefully appreciate as well um thank you so much it's my pleasure christine i think it's just so, such an important thing you know to just to help people understand what and how to do things mm. it's very easy to talk theory all day um and plenty of other people are going to talk theory all day but mm. i really love to add value to give people a pathway so that they can they can continue their journey mm -hmm. in business and in life. So yeah. thank you for allowing me to share those um, ideas with you over the last four episodes. Uh, and thank you for allowing us to sort of wrap it up today. Thank you. Yes. Right, everyone. Go immediately to the website of Mark and check out all the resources that we mentioned. And I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye for now. That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.